everybody. Welcome to episode 403 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play or otherwise enjoy Magic the Gathering. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, like many shows in the past, we are talking about bands. That's right. We're diving past just the simple announcement that there is a band. If you're looking for straight up announcements, check out our news podcast, The, the Upkeep, Upkeep, which is always 10 minutes or less every Monday with all the magic news you yeah, need. Yeah, get caught up. Yeah, but today we're diving into what kind of standard decks are we maybe going to see now? Yeah, Omnath is gone, as well as Lucky Clover, Ooh. as well as Escape to the Wilds, which <laughs> opens the door in standard for pretty much anything, at least right now. I'm so thankful because I feel like after this past weekend, seeing, oh. seeing Lucky Clover triggers go on the stack is like... <laughs> I mean, it has a it's response. It's like traumatized. Exactly. It has a response. As somebody who plays creatures. I'm just like, oh no. I have a very, <laughs> like, I can feel it creeping up my arms into my elbows right now. Yeah. Seeing that stomp on the stack. Oh, God. Copied three times and, by Lucky Clover uh, and been like, I did so much work to put my creatures on the battlefield. so much work. But no, not, not Lucky anymore. Clover is gone. Yeah, that's right. Band and standard. We're also going to dip our toe into historic a little bit because yeah. there were some bands in historic as well some suspensions and some unsuspensions yep so what does that mean for decks there uh, megan's got a new love in her life absolutely uh, i do it's called neostorm oh neostorm more about that later though plus yes. we'll have a quick story time catch Yay. up on what's happening in episode two of the magic story on zendikar yeah so if you time this correctly with when you're going to sleep <laughs> megan can read you a bedtime story that's right <laughs> or a recap of bedtime story uh, for yeah you. exactly which is what everyone wants is a re <laughs> bedtime recap well look sometimes we don't have time for all of the hobbit yeah oh we well the <laughs> hobbit is pretty short as compared to the lord of the rings trilogy yeah, accurate. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, all that's coming up. Uh, but first things first, thank you a million times over to all of our support supporters and members of our Patreon family at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. That's right. Thank you so much. If you are a patron at any level, it really does mean the world to us. Uh, thank you so, so much for being a supporter of the show. If you're not one already, consider it as we head into fall. The seasons change. And what better way to change with the seasons than throw in some change are Way. You know what I say? Made it work. Spooky season is the time to give. To give. You so know? we're trick or treating at your house, <laughs> saying, <laughs> "Will you give us as little as a buck a month?" Yeah, just a dollar a month gets you a membership as part of our family and gets you access to our cool Discord, mm -hmm. where we have like all sorts of different channels, including an Among Us channel. That's right for people to play. Man, uh, if you're Among, an Among Us, Us fan. is so good. Yeah. Anyways. You get all that and then a lot more based on whatever tier you subscribe at. So please consider yeah. it. Just takes like literally one minute to sign up. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Are you bored at work? Go do it now. <laughs> Thank you as well to Card Kingdom, one of the sponsors of this show. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. A wonderful place to get all of your Zendikar needs or coming up in November, your yeah. Commander Legends needs. And remember, Commander's Legends is draftable, everybody. Yes. Get your boosters. Get your other boosters. Get your commanders to battle against each other. I know. It sounds so fun. It really does. Um, we always love the packaged commander product. Yeah. Great time. 
So check it out. Check it out. And if you want to play some games virtually, we d- we did it during the uh, Loading Ready Runs pre-pre-release. Mm-hmm. It was super easy. You can use Spell Table. Yeah. Play a pre-release with your friends. Play some Zendikar booster back battle with your friends if yeah. you like to play a Pygow or something like that. Uh, get all your product from Carkinum. They're super great. Okay, let's talk about new decks in Standard and Historic. Yes. So let's kick it off with Standard because that is the format that's going to be the most shaken to its core. Yeah, like I said, Omnath is banned, Lucky Clover is banned, Escape to the Wilds is banned, which is basically a big stink you to the deck... (laughs) Omnath Adventures you. because never heard that phrase heck before. You. Yeah, it's yeah. that deck is completely and utterly dead. Yeah, like they 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 smothered it with a pillow and then they stabbed it through the heart. Yeah, they really did. they really did. My favorite is the Escape to the Wilds. Band. Absolutely, that's just sort of like the one that's like kick you in the butt. Because seriously, if you take out Omnath and you take out Lucky Clover, like does is that, Escape to the Wilds playable? I don't know. We don't know, but apparently they're like we're not risking it. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, they're so not risking it. Yeah, they're like, you get in the hole too. Get out the of here. Is the grave. We don't. This we don't dark. want you. I mean, it is dark. They completely kill the deck. Yeah, and they also killed anything you could have built with Lucky Clover that wasn't. Well, because I think that they were pretty much like, if we don't kill Clover, it's just going to be adventures. Yeah, you're right because like they would just still play adventures for days. Bone Crusher Giant is just too good. Yeah, like yeah. Copying Stomp, copying um, the Fertile Footsteps, yep. which is the adventure half of Beanstalk, Beanstalk Giant. Giant. Uh, it's just too good. And you and you have Edgewall Innkeeper, Oof. which was the most played card in the top eight of the, of the really? uh, Grand Finals. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I got you got to play all four. Exactly. So wow. anyways... That's like wild. exactly just too too much good stuff. So we were referring just then to the 2020 season grand finals, which happened this past weekend. Yeah. Um, and the top eight of that. Five copies of Omnath Adventures. Yeah. Two copies of Gruel Adventures. Yep. One Demir Rogues, keeping it solid, yeah. keeping it steady. <laughs> and the winner, of course, was an Omnath Adventures deck. Um, it was a huge percentage of the fields, both in standard and historic, mm-hmm. where where Omneth has been suspended, by the way. Yes. It's in time out in historic. Yeah. Hopefully so, to stay there forever. Oh, yeah. I think I think it'll stay there forever. I don't see any way we let that card out of yeah. jail. <laughs> There's just too many ways yeah. to cheat mana. There's some cards you don't let out. Yeah, no. Omneth is one of He's them. He's in there with a Hannibal Lecter mask on. <laughs> strapped up <laughs> if someone wants to photoshop a Hannibal Lecter mask onto Omnath and send it to us are the players uh, screaming yeah oh, the man. players are screaming okay speaking of Among Us which we were mentioning a yeah. minute ago um, there's like little Halloween ones that you can wear like little <gasps> Halloween hats and masks my favorite part of the game and this weekend I was playing with someone who put on there's like a Jason mask that's creepy and it's really it's if they're actually not the imposter very... I don't yes. like it <laughs> Uh, she wasn't the imposter, but the whole time we were just like, no, don't come close to me. No, you're like, no, that person is no. suspicious. Did you know that there is a Jason statue submerged with under underneath Lake Crystal, Minnesota? Why? Spooky. Just because, because they wanted to be spooky? Because that's the location, or at least that's the, what the location was named in the first Friday the 13th movie. It was oh. like Lake Crystal. Yeah. So, so they somebody like, wanted to be a real like, creep. Instead of putting a statue at the lake we'll put it in the lake i don't know how it got in the lake i don't know why it's in the lake but it's extra creepy that it's under the water in the lake that is very creepy i mean that's where he ended up or whatever how spooky is that movie zero (laughs) percent the first one zero percent spooky really it's hilarious 
Very funny. Yeah. It was made in the early 70s. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I can't, I don't want to give too much away, but it, it is not, you're never scared for even an instant because it's just so campy and stupid. Okay. It's a delight. I love it. The, the, <laughs> one, at one point, this is my favorite quote. The sheriff comes in to check on the kids who uh-huh. are at the camp. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are you kids all doing up here? Grass, hash, the weed, dig it. And that was the line he delivered with 100% seriousness. There is my, that is the mood of the first Friday the 13th movie. All right. And the soundtrack, of course, is great. Well, as they all are. But I'll put it on my to watch list. Yeah, it's not scary at all. I'm very easily spooked. It's very it's silly. <laughs> Especially um. the ending, <laughs> which you'll understand. Great. When great. it happens to you. <laughs> but uh, what were all we talking right. about? Oh, yeah. We're talking about standard decks that can now rise from the dead where yes. Omnath had put them. Uh, so, Maria. Yeah. What are some decks that you are looking forward to? Well, I think for me, number one is I really hope that we get some kind of life gain drain deck yeah. um, in the black white color pair. Yes. Um, I had been experimenting with this a little bit low on the ladder. It wasn't quite super good, but maybe there's a version of it that exists that can be good. It could maybe even be an enchantments deck. I'm not sure, oh. but I want to play a deck in black and white and either have it be dealing with enchantments or dealing with life gain and drain using a card like Vito Thorn of the Dusk Rose, which you can activate for three black black to give all of your creatures life link until mm-hmm. end of turn. Then however much life you gain, your opponent loses which is a really quick way to end the game and super fun um yeah. and reminiscent of vampires which is my most recent favorite standard deck yeah with soren so so maybe some clerics maybe some cleric action yes yeah. absolutely that could be it i mean clerics are so fun in limited to draft they're them. very fun to draft in limited number one favorite deck yeah in limited oh man the other day someone had that relic vial yeah and the the little two three that makes a cat when you gain life oh it's so good infinite card draw yes i had that the other day as well Woo. and it's just it's just dumb it is dumb so like can we do that in standard i don't i don't think we can likely do it and have it be one of the best decks but maybe it can at least be like a tier two or something that would be great i would definitely be in for that so that's yeah. my personal call um Different question is, like, which ones do I think will actually be good now that Omnath is D-E-D? Yeah. But, um, yeah, do you want to t- talk about these replies first and then talk oh, about yeah, reality? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, replies and then reality. Re- replies and then yeah. reality. So we asked over on the Twitter, um, at GLHF Magic, if you want to tweet at us, what decks are you looking forward to brewing up playing now that Omnath, that the Omnath Menace is dead? Okay. Um, so the first reply is up here is uh, Forsaken Engine Lithoform oh, with lithoform a engine. splash of swamp shenanigans. That's a spicy card. Lithoform Engine, that's that weird artifact that like lets you copy yeah. spells and activated abilities and Someone stuff. Someone played that against me in uh, it makes Limited me- the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. So Lithoform Engine, four mana, a legendary artifact, two and tap, copy target activated or triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for huh. the copy. Three and tap, copy target instant or sorcery spell you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. Four and tap, copy tar- target permanent spell you control. The copy becomes a token. That seems super fun. That is that is pretty cool. I like that card. Yeah. Cards like that um, in standard are either completely busted or terrible generally, but I am saying terrible in quotes. Like, you know, it's, you know, a super fun deck, probably maybe mildly competitive. And the other one they were talking about is Forsaken Monument. Oh, yeah. Five mana for a legendary artifact. Colorless creatures you control get plus two, plus two. Whenever you tap a permanent for colorless, add an additional colorless. Whenever you cast a colorless spell, you gain two life. Okay, so we're playing um, a cool, like, affinity 
for artifacts deck yeah. in standard. All right. Okay. I'm yeah. into it. I would love to see that list. Let's see it. So if you build it, let us know. Yeah. We will that come from because Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. I think that sounds super fun. And yeah. people, you know, I had been having some fun with a cool little artifacts deck in previous standards. It wasn't like very quote unquote competitive, but it was super fun. Yeah. All right, quick, um, good news. Next up from Tony, we have, uh, would love to pull some Orizov shenanigans with clerics. All right, Tony. <laughs> yeah, so which you were just talking Let's about. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Jeremy says, Constellation merged with Landfall. Wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, why not? Have your cake and eat it too. So Both- lot, just lots and lots and lots and lots of triggers. Yeah, and by the way, both mechanics that never really got to see their time like happen you know so far so I far mean, you could call omnath a landfall deck <laughs> guess you could. yeah yeah you, <gasps> you're right you're right i've seen mono red for sure and also the right red green aggressive deck playing the little oh one a cone oh, hellhound i love that little pup with a with landfall which i think is good yeah what a good i've played that pup in some very successful limited decks oh, which you would not warriors? think but if you want to get or in I, Landfall? Yeah, I went 7-2 with a red-black deck. Oh, sick. Like a red-black aggro deck. Okay. Very good. Good pup. Good pup. What a pup. What a pup. What a good pup. Somebody says, uh, who's next? Uh, bl- bloodletting demonic author. Spooky. <laughs> what a spooky name for a spooky time. Something in Golgari would be nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Look, I know that we still, like, we've just got over Nyssa. Yeah um five mana nissa you want but we have nissa. green black nissa we do have green black nissa. we have new nissa that like we have not seen anyone do anything with and the yet. same goes for that what is it a crocodile a weird what swamp demon you know <laughs> i don't know what you you're know talking which about card i'm talking about i Let's don't see. dig in your grave it has it's like tarmogoyf equal to stuff in your graveyard and then you can sacrifice stuff to go get other stuff no literally <laughs> no idea what you're talking about it definitely comes up in one of the deck lists that we're going to share but that is okay. a, also a golgari card so uh nissa of shadowed bow bowels uh two black green for a four loyalty landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control put a loyalty counter on nissa which i just love that landfall ability it's like really that's cool. cool yeah plus one uh target land becomes a three three elemental until end of turn thank you for only being end of turn Oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, we've seen this ability before. Oh, never yep. mind. Um, and minus five, you may put a creature card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of lands you control onto the battlefield from your hand or graveyard with two plus one plus one counters on it. Oh, make it bigger. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a cool card. It is a cool card, right? And like that hasn't done anything yet. And that has like some graveyard shenanigans because you can be putting a creature yep. from your graveyard. What about that? Li- like, what about newest liliana i've been playing a little bit with newest liliana um in a black white deck which one is that lily what is her name i don't know i don't know is it a nope that's not that one waker Waker of the dead Dead. yeah Yeah. this is the one from m21 yeah i played her in a in a black white kind of stuff deck i'll call it that that i saw ash lizzle the streamer playing and she is um playing around with it in mythic and this is a one of in that deck which was kind of cool this one has uh two black black for again for loyalty plus one each player discards a card each opponent who can't loses three life minus three target creature gets minus 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 x minus x until end of turn where x is the number of cards in your graveyard so so again she wants like graveyard stuff yep yep um 
So yeah, at minus seven, you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn, put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. It gains haste. I think there's definitely um, applications for new Liliana. Yeah, exactly. That we haven't seen yet. Yeah, mm. agree. Be pretty cool. Be pretty cool. Um, Justin says, I'm feeling spiteful. Maybe mono black devotion. Yes. And we're going to talk about a mono black oh. devotion decklist. I lost to one. I'm up in diamond two or something. Lost to a mono black devotion deck the other day. Mm -hmm. Just completely housed me. There's nothing I oh. can do. So yeah, we can talk about that one. Yeah. Um, Slave to Phage says, Golgari Nissa. Yep. yep. Uh, which we were just talking about, Demir Slitherwisp. Yes, which absolutely. Is, we have not really seen, but that's like a flash, like a flash rope kind deck. of. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and Luris plus Null Priest of Oblivion. All right. So this is getting stuff back from your graveyard recursion. Luris, we all know that card does that. Null Priest of Oblivion is a really cool card that does that as well. If you kick it for six mana, you get to get something from your graveyard back straight onto the battlefield. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. I love that little card. I'm into it. Um, let's see, uh, Jorgen answers rogues, but, uh, is the real answer, but the hope and dream is equipment matters. It is the hope and dream. Maria, You're so right. You want an equipment deck. Yes. Bad. I tweeted this out at the beginning of the set. I said, Nahiri, I want you to be good enough for an equipment matters deck. And someone from R and D is like, yeah, would we print that and not print good equipment? Yeah. And like, the answer is, you mean, yeah, you did, but it wasn't good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough. Maybe it will be now. Maybe it will be now. Yeah. Mall of the Skyclaves is quite a card. Yeah, exactly. I love that card. Um, and there's the three mana card that we previewed, which can uh, you can pay white and tap a creature that's equipped to yes. make it indestructible, yeah. which is like a very powerful really ability. Really good card. Really good yeah, card. absolutely. Nathan says, I'm liking Red Green Landfall. Because Embercleave is still fun. Yeah. We did see that. Ooh, the combo we saw this week in the combo of Brushfire Elemental and Embercleave. Because Brushfire yeah. Elemental, mm -hmm. you can play a Fabled Passage, crack a Fabled Passage. You have a two mana 5-5 five, five haster. Sick. Like, and what do you, you Embercleave that and it hits for 12? Taking like a more than half of your life total? Dang. I love it. Kids. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, this is my favorite response. The yes. funeral of G times G tweets. Wow. I've been out of magic for a while. It looks like you could still do some sweet teamer or simic stuff with Oko, Uro and growth spiral. <laughs> 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 well, do we have something to tell you, my mm. friend? Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but those are all great ideas. If you've got a super sweet deck that you want us to know about, please tweet at us at GLHF magic. Um, yeah. because, there is some cool stuff out there still to be found. Oh, No Justice, No Peace uh, says, I'm a fan of Celestia plus one, plus one counter synergies. Ooh. I also played against that deck the other day on yeah. the ladder. It was, was really it? cool. Yeah. It seemed fine. And I turned around. No, turned around. This is so funny. It was during when we were... Um, during casting the show, uh, when I was off around, I was playing some arena and I would say, I turned around and told Cedric, <laughs> but I didn't turn around anywhere. He's just on the computer in front of me doing his thing. And I said, Cedric, are we just supposed to play all creatures now? Because nobody's playing any like wraths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Storm's Wrath is a card for sure, but you know, like yeah. generally, Shatter the sky. I mean, you, you, you aren't getting wrathed very much. Yeah. Because control is not been viable. <laughs> But yeah, I did play against a Celestia deck. I think I ended up beating it, but it was like, it was close. Maybe yeah. I didn't even, maybe I lost. I can't remember, but I was like, oh. 
Yeah, like I like um, Basri's Lieutenant is a card that yep, we talked absolutely. about. Absolutely, that was in the um, deck, hundred percent. Gives counters to things, and then like when things with counters die, they just become two two knights. Does, isn't that what can you do? You're exactly. Like, I wipe your board, and you're like, okay, well, I've got a bunch of knights now, so like I don't care. So, so whatever. So what now? Um, yeah, those are all some great ideas. I'm into it. Fabulous tweets. Thank you, everybody. Yes. We want to hear more if you've got more ideas. One of these tweets did reference um, uh, Demir Rogues, like, oh, that's the real answer. Yeah. And you know who would agree with you is Crokey's popular streamer. He has been playing Blue Black Mill in Standard, which is yeah. kind of a rogues deck, but kind of really not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's running cards like Rune Crab, which is well, a little obviously three. four copies of Rune Crab. You got to have Rune Crab in there, and then basic rogues package: Thieves Guild Enforcer, Merfolked Wind Robber, Soaring Thought Thief. Yeah, these kinds of cards to mill yourself Ooh, and the opponent. One of the things I like the most is this: it runs three copies of Agadim's Awakening, absolutely, uh, which is a mythic. And it's one of the one the um, modal double face cards. Modal double face. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the sorcery side of it says: return from your graveyard to the battlefield any number of target creature cards that each have a different converted mana cost X or less. It's my favorite MDFC yeah. for sure. It's so cool because on its flip side, it's a land, but you can pay three life to have it come in untapped, mm-hmm. which I think is really, really, really important. And then later in the game, you just get all of your creatures that have been killed back and you're like, yeah. LOL. Ooh, obviously, Call of the Death Dweller. Oh, yeah. Great card. Get in the deck. Um, get ooh, your creatures back. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'm into this. I'm into these copies of Drown in the Lock. Oh, yeah. Makes it so good. I'm obviously way into these copies of Into the Story. Yeah, four copies of Into the Story, which lets you you. draw four cards for four mana. If there's like eight, what is it, eight cards in your opponent's graveyard? Uh, Seven, because this is from Eldraine. I think Eldraine and the M set. No, the M set is eight. Let's see. The M set is eight. M21, eight cards. Okay. Um, But stuff from Eldraine was seven cards. Seven cards. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is very similar to the list Seth Manfield brought to the tournament this yeah. past weekend and other rogues. Which is a lot more focused on the control aspect. Yes. Like, eventually you just more control the board and however you kill them, you kill them. Like, whatever. Sometimes you mill them up, but very, very rarely. Yeah. This one more focused on that thanks to Rune Crab. I think it's super cool. Yeah. I'm here for this deck. Same. Although, so part of the reason why Blue-Black was so popular is because it was good against Omnath strategies. Yes. So I don't know if we're going to see this deck be as successful depending on how the metagame shifts. But think about this. It was good versus four-color Omnath. But it was not good against four color clover. Yes. So now that clover and that deck is gone, maybe it will be the maybe best? it will be the best. Question mark. I don't know. Wow, people have been waiting for a long time to for mill to be a, the best deck in standard. That's true. Ages and ages. Yeah. Um, mono green aggro. Yeah. So this deck. This I, is a big one. I wanted to pull up because this one beats the rogues deck. Yeah. So. I am sure. If you're playing some rock, paper, scissors and running up against a lot of rogues, Cedric mentioned he was like number 70 something on the ladder with this the other day. I believe that. Loves this deck. Um, Four copies of Swarm Shambler, which (laughs) is the green little one mana one one. Um, Shambling on in. Four copies of Stone Coil Serpent, four copies of Primal Might. Jeez. Um, Let's see. We've got Yorvo, Lord of Garenbrig in here. Uh, Kazandu Mammoth. I'm... This is a new big popular addition to these any deck with green in it, like yeah. a green creatures deck, I mean. Yes. Um, that's the 3-3 three, three landfall mammoth that can be a land on the other side. 5-5 five, five when you play a land. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
Oh, it has, uh, this says Garrick Unleashed. Okay. I haven't seen that yet, but that's cool. It's a single yeah. copy. Single copy and Get single in. copy of Vivian Monster's Advocate. And then, of course, you're playing the Great Henge to turbo yourself out, draw yeah. you more creatures once you've depleted your Ooh, supply. Because the Great Henge is like such a powerful card. It's so good. Really, really excellent if card. You, if they land Great Henge, you're going to have a hard time losing the winning game. that game. Yeah. I've lost so many games to Great Henge by itself. So, yeah. If you're looking to go just aggro with some creatures, aggro stomp stomp mono green, Mm -hmm. very straightforward deck, super fun to play, especially when you get the great henge out there. I think it is well positioned moving forward. Absolutely. Um, This gruel adventures deck is from the weekend. Yep. Like we mentioned uh, in the upkeep, um, Emma Handy, Autumn Burchett, Luis Salvato, and Piotr Glagowski came with this deck. Yes. And it is. You know, it is a fun, it is also a fun deck. Yeah, I mean, like, look, if you're looking to do some smashy stuff and you're like, yeah. I don't get to play Ember Cleave in that mono green one. I yeah. think I want to play Ember Cleave. This is the deck this for you. This is the deck for you. And someone was talking about Red Green Landfall. Yep. This is the one that we were talking about that plays four copies of Brushfire Elemental. Yep. Um, it plays four copies of Ember Cleave, obviously. Ob. Yeah. Um, four copies of Primal Might. Yeah, we saw some cool Primal Might victories yes, this past absolutely. weekend, which was really cool. Um, so yeah, I yeah, again, if you want to get aggro, and especially if you want to believe in the cleave, you miss the cleave, get on in here with this deck. Yeah, and if like Autumn and Emma are some of your magic heroes, you can play the same deck as them and be like, I'm yeah. cool, check it out. <laughs> one deck that um, was brought to the tournament by a couple of people, one of them being Montserrat Ariensa, who I'm a big fan of, was a red-black kind of mid-range escape deck with Kroxa, which we talked about on the yeah. show earlier. And the, the sad part about this deck is that it didn't fare too well in the field against these Omnath builds, um, but it completely houses rogues, yeah. which might have been the bet they were taking. Yeah, they like, thought more people would maybe show up with rogues. Yeah, more people would play blue-black, but unfortunately they didn't. It was only Sasa. <laughs> but yep. I still think this deck is like really, really mean, and yeah. I could think it could still win. Yeah, you could put... And if rogues is on the yes. upswing... <laughs> Rogues Get them good. has a heck of a time beating this deck. I am. I am sure. I like like three copies of Spike Field Hazard. Like seriously. Just to be mean. Hey, get ready to your like, Thieves Guild yeah. Enforcer. I don't even care. Boop. Boop. You're gone. Exile good, it, by the way. Good day. So you can't Agadim's Awakening it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice try. But yeah, this deck makes you discard your hand a lot. Thanks to Kroxa. Yep. Gets cards back. Thanks to Ox of Ag- What's it? Ag- Agonis. Ox of Agonis. You draw a bunch of cards with Ox of Agonis. Yes. I love this card it's great i love oxavagana so you try and mill it uh through Meyer triton yourself into your own graveyard and rogues are helping you do this by the way oh. you're like thank you and thank then you in goes your ox and you can get it back for just two red mana plus exiling a million cards but whatever they're already in your you yard and then you're like pitch my hand to help me like mill some more stuff or escape some more stuff later draw five new cards like whatever great i'm into this and it kills everything usually not a red black person you know stick is so me, mean but i i did have i did have fun playing it though because it's just so rude so if you want to be rude it's the number one rudest deck on our list <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this jun deck i pulled up yeah um, fiend artisan oh that's I what it was did not like not in a million years <laughs> Would I have guessed Fiend Artisan from what you were saying to me? Weird crocodile beast thing digs in the graveyard, lets you sack other things. I don't know why you didn't get it. 
<laughs> what kind of animal is fiend artisan? Uh, I think it, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, but I mean, like, what? It, what is it based it's on? It's a nightmare, Maria. <laughs> it has ten eyeballs. It does have ten eyeballs. I guess it is vaguely crocodile esque. So this is like taking the elements of some of the big beefy green decks, plus the red black sacrifice, mm-hmm. plus without cat oven, plus. Uh, red black escape and like smash, yeah. smooshing them all together. Making a sandwich. Making a Jundi sandwich. And yeah. we get to play um, Korvald in this build. Fey Cursed King. So you've got Korvald. Ooh, one of the things that I like, this has four copies of Song Mad Treachery, yeah. which can be a land or a steal your thing spell. Yeah, steal your thing. You're running claim the firstborn the same as you would in a Jun sacrifice list. Mm-hmm. The two copies in this list of a crow in war, I think are really fun, mm-hmm. uh, which force your opponents to attack you or whatever. Yeah. You get control of something and then they have to attack and then other things happen. Great. I'm in. Same. So yeah, a cool like um, grindy little Jund deck that does Jundy sorts of things if yeah. you're a fan of that kind of archetype. Ooh, Doom Foretold is still around, yeah, which this, I am into. This card has has been around in the past, and I played against this mm-hmm. a couple of times the other day, actually. Three Dance of the Mance. Wow. Um, Dance this of is the, the White Blue X Sorcery, where return up to X target artifact or non-aura enchantment cards with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. If X is six or more, those permanents are four or four creatures in addition to their other types. Great. Trying to put a bunch of those into the graveyard. Um... You've got Omen of the Sea, Birth of Miletus, Omen of the Sun, Treacherous Blessing, and of course, for Doom Foretold. So Doom Foretold will make your opponent sacrifice their creatures or other permanents mm-hmm. that aren't lands. And you're just sacrificing your dumb enchantments like, you've got I don't a million care. of. I already, Birth of Miletus, whatever. Exactly. I'll put that in the yard. Yeah. This deck is very cool. Yeah. Um, and really kind of plays on a different axis than a lot of decks in standard. So if you want something a little different. I would love to see this deck be good again. And it's burning. It's running to Yorian. Which yep. is kind of cool. Well, you want to flicker all those things. Yeah, that's you a good point. You get so many great effects. That like, deck might end up being good. Uh, I would be very happy if that deck was good. A few days ago, I saw, um, who did I see? Wyatt Darby playing Mono White um mm. on stream and i was like oh mono white is that any good and he was having a lot of success with it so i just want to point it out you get to play season hollow blade which is like my number one creature yeah this is the three one that you can discard time. a card to tap and give it indestructible until end of turn great sign it has up. four luminarch aspirant Love which is a very like a strong potential card for aggro decks going forward. Uh, yeah. This is the one in a white for a one, one at the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature you control. Great. Just like very powerful effect. Yeah. Super powerful stuff. Um, super low to the ground playing four copies of mall of the skyclaves to give your little creatures plus two, plus two and oh, flying for yeah. strike. Um, nice. You get to play uh, Kabira Takedown, which is a really cool yep. card. McKinney Stampede. Some of those modal double face cards. And Miria's Call. Great. Don't think you're ever Ooh. casting the other side of that, but you never know. Like you, It's in the deck because you might. You might. Like you could. You're super flooded. Yeah. Yeah, so very very straightforward, fun, little aggressive white deck that mm-hmm. I saw doing pretty well the other day. Now, the other day, Omnath was still legal, so who knows, but... <laughs> I just want to point it oh, out. Oh, the other day, Omnath was still legal. It was. Yeah, that you're was right. Life. Um, we have Is It Tempo? Yes. Wow. This is a spicy little deck. Yeah. For Sprite Dragon. I love Sprite Dragon. Same. Who doesn't? 
Um, yeah, for Stormwing Entity. You can cheat Stormwing into Entity into play really early by playing cards like Opt or Shock yeah. or Spikefield Hazard. You can get that 3-3 flyer out onto the battlefield super early. And mm-hmm. while you're playing all these instants and sorceries, meanwhile, your sprite dragon is like, I'm getting bigger. <laughs> I'm a little dragon who's big now. I'm a big dragon now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So a fun little tempo deck. Lots of classic like one mana um, instants and sorceries. You've got Crash Through, Opt, Shock, now Spike Field Hazard. Classic. um, Royal Eruption, obviously. Mystical Dispute. Great. Yeah. So attack your opponent, play spells, kill their things, get in for damage while they're on the back Mm -hmm. foot. Is it tempo? Ooh, I like this little, this heart file fire emulator, one in a red for a two, two prowess. You can also pay red to sack it and it deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. card running around since it was printed. That's kind of, that's spicy. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to standard potentially. Mm-hmm. And finally, now we get to model black devotion. Oh yeah. This is, this is the deck you were into. Yeah. So this is really cool. Um, Tell there's, us about it. There's a bunch of different builds you can do with this. Like you can run a mass worm like this list that I have pulled up does because why wouldn't you in mono black mm-hmm. devotion hello you're of course running four copies of gray merchant of asphodel yep to drain your opponent based on your devotion all of your cards are super devotion heavy like ayara first of lock twain which is one of our preview cards yeah, for deathless night wow spicy <laughs> haven't thought about this card in a thousand years yeah, absolutely not not since you considered it as a last draft, like a late draft pick. You're like, I guess maybe I'll play it. Um, four, like it's four hybrid mana. So it has four black mana symbols. Sick. For a okay. Four, I need to go try this deck immediately. Yeah, you're going to, you want to play this? I do. It looks so fun. Yeah. So as many black pips as you can have on the battlefield, the, the better for yeah. your gray merchant draws, kill them out of nowhere. You get to play Agadim's Awakening too. You get to play Agra Mauling, mm-hmm. which is a modal double flaced land. Ooh, of course, Heraldic banner there's one copy in this list i miss you heraldic banner great this deck went 5-0 in a standard league um on magic online so um, we're not just you know blowing smoke these decks have all performed over the past couple of days so they are quote unquote the real deal although nobody can be sure what the real deal is yet no we have no idea yet what the deal looks like so closely examine any deal it might be a fake deal and not a real deal before we go, Megan, let's talk about Historic very briefly oh. because we talked about the start of the show. You have a new love in your life. Neo let's Storm. hear about it. So Kenyuka Hero brought this combo deck, Neoform, Neo Storm is what yeah. they're calling it, because it uses Neoform uh, to to combo off. It uses uh, Seagate Stormcaller, which is one in a blue for a 2-1, but when it ETBs, you can copy the next instant or sorcery spell that you cast this turn. Great. Um, maybe with CMC 2 or less? I don't remember. I think so. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Neoform is 2 mana. It has Dual Caster Mage, which also copies an instant or sorcery. Oh, boy. So uh, what you do is you can combo off as early as turn 4, because you can Some have, decks you can do in turn three. That's true. The version he was playing has no mana yep. accelerants. Right. So it's only by turn four. Yep. Um, and most of the time I was comboing off on like five-ish even. Wow. But you're just like, you have lots of ways to like kind of stall things out with like, you're playing four copies of Wall, Wall of Blossoms, Blossoms and O4. Oh, great. Uh, which is great. Love it. Um, you're playing like some braids. You're playing like some Uros to ramp and get some land, like gain some life and stuff like that. Great. It is... So much fun. So you've got your Seagate Stormcaller out. Yes. So what you do is 
you can here's one way you can combo off you're okay. on four mana you play seagate stormcaller and then you play neoform yep sacrificing it yep um and a copy goes on the stack you don't have to sacrifice anything for the copies of it sure because sacrificing is part of paying the cost of neoform oh, okay not a part of the resolution sure so you don't have to it just copies you just go and get things great so your first copy you go and you get a dual caster mage and then you copy it and then you get a dual caster mage and then you copy the, and you still have the base one on the stack that's how you're doing all of this so like your original neoform not even resolved yet <laughs> You go and you get another dual caster mage and you copy it. You go and get another dual caster mage and you copy it. Then you start getting your glass pool mimics or whatever they're called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get your glass pool mimic and you copy it and glass pool and copy it and glass pool and copy it and glass pool okay, and copy it. Okay, so you've it. got a bunch of copies of creatures, Megan. Yes. What are you going to do? And now um, the last two things that you get are you get a tuck tuck rubble fort. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love I know. that tuck tuck rubble fort. You need the tuck tuck rubble fort. Um, and if you think they might have removal, get another Tuck Tuck Rubble for it because you have two. Oh, or okay. if they are like tapped out or they don't have removal, you can get a combat celebrant. Really make sure they're dead because you can nice. insert it for another combat, like another attack step. That's awesome. And it's just so much fun. I witnessed Megan playing this, everybody. She literally said the words, and I quote, I'm having so much fun, unironically. I, like, I really was. So if you, <laughs> like me, are uninterested in interacting with your opponents... Neostorm. Neostorm. Um, just such a fun deck. And I'm really excited. Like you said, there's been a bunch of variations on it so far. Yeah. And we don't know which the best one is yet. Right. So I'm excited to find out. It might be a deck like, with real staying power. Exactly. Um, it's a two-card Should combo. it be one that's like playing Llanowar Elves? So maybe you can copy, like, uh, mm. maybe you can combo on turn three. That would be bonkers. Um, that's a pretty good deck. Or is it just deck. stuff like what... Ken is doing where you're just having a lot of card draw and a little bit of stuff to like stall Make the board sure long that enough. you have your combo in hand. Yeah. So. I don't know. Well, that'll be so interesting it to has see. Pact of negation so that because like you can just <laughs> if they try and like disrupt your combo, you you're just like, you just pay it. You don't have to worry about paying for it on your next upkeep because you're ending the game right now. Because your opponent is dead. Yes. That's cool. Very dead. A uh, really spicy list that they brought to that tournament. And we'll see if it'll be the real yeah. deal in Historic. I hope so. Again, hope if so. you have any cool Historic or Standard lists that you're like, these ones I'm looking forward to playing, please send them our way at GLHF Magic on Twitter. We would love to see them. Yes. All right, Maria, you ready for a little story time? I've got my one-piece footy pajamas on, my teddy bear, and oh, my cup of warm milk, and I'm ready for it. I had footy pajamas on. Wouldn't that I be wish nice? I had footy pajamas. I should go find some. You should find some. I really should. Okay, I'm going to. Okay. Anyways. Okay, so Maria, sure last time we left flat. off, uh, Nissa and Nahiri had like gone to find the key to the lithoform core. Yes. The lithoform core is like this very powerful artifact thing that uh, Nahiri wants to use to stop the royal on Zendikar and bring back like the heyday of the core. And they had all these like huge, enormous and this is palaces like, and If you do like that. that, what the heck? Then you're yeah. killing all the elementals. All the, all the elementals will die. Yeah. And this is like the elementals helped me through a tough time. I don't know. Okay. First <laughs> issue. They're trying to write Nissa as like this sympathetic character in this, but like, I don't, no, it seems kind of selfish that she's like, the elementals are Zendikar. And, but mostly, they're like, she's like, they're so important to me. And it's like, the royal disrupts literally everyone on the plane's life. 
But would like, you would you kill the elementals to save the rest of the life? That's what Nahiri is saying, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And like, I guess I think that they want Nissa to be sympathetic, and I do not find Nissa to be a sympathetic character. I find Nissa to be annoying. Well, you love I'm Nahiri, very though. Sorry. Yes, I do love Nahiri. Hmm. Nahiri's great. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So in this one, um, she's like, we need to go get the lithoform core, which is the actual powerful thing. They just have the key right now. And she's like, for this, I'm going to need an adventuring party since Nissa won't be my ally anymore. So this is what we see in the trailer, I yeah. assume. Um, so she goes to uh, Seagate, which is the big city that was raised by the Eldrazi, but it has been rebuilt. Okay. And she goes to like one of the houses where adventurers meet up and like people find adventures for adventures. There's like whatever. a bulletin board. Exactly. Basically. Um, so she goes to like the most renowned one and she knows the person and she's like, I know the people that I'm looking for. And these, it turns out are the four um, legendary creatures that we know that oh. are the different um, types. There's the cleric um, or 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 you know the black white cleric that I'm talking about. Two black white. I don't know Skyclave Hierophant. Oh yeah, I think I had them in the draft one. Yeah. Okay. So he's in there, and then there's like Kazu, which is the little red, um, blue red wizard. Okay, yep. Mm -hmm. um, there's Zareth San, the trickster. Oh, Zareth. The rogue. Um, and then there's uh, Arkard, the red-white um, red warrior. Okay. Akiri? Yes. Akiri, yep. Akiri. Um, and so she meets them, and they're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> um, we, we are, One, are you telling the truth? Is this thing even real? What's the whole deal here? So they like play a weird card game where there's like cards. Magic of like different... the Gathering. <laughs> yeah. They... So they sit down and they play a game of magic. This is getting really meta. <laughs> I really wish that that's what happened. <laughs> and um, and Nahiri is like, turns all the cards to stone and is like, I win in the middle of it because she's frustrated. And also, she knows, like, um, Zarathon tries to steal the lithoform key from her, but she notices it happen. Oh, sneaky. And so she's like, give it back. And they're like, okay, we'll be your adventuring party. But. <laughs> what? Okay, you seem fine. Yeah, they're like, Let's I don't go. know, you see, you saw through us or whatever. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways, but Zareth like, apparently has some misgivings because he's like, if she wants to rebuild Zendikar as it was, was that a, it kind of seems like maybe that was a place for like only core to be cool. Yeah. And everyone else was like, not as good as the core in that oh. world. And so, okay. so we're getting a hint of maybe allied. I'm talking so like emphatically I smacked the microphone and it hurt anyways and so anyways you're getting a hint that like maybe I guess Nissa isn't the only person who is worried about things going back to the way they were mm -hmm. still not sympathetic whatever um okay so Nahiri and them um head towards the Seagate other Skyclave oh um the Marasa Skyclave which is where the lithoform core is okay and they're getting ready to go and then there's like this giant six-legged for fanged forest beast almost attacks Zarathon. Wow. And she stops it with the key and it like turns into like black dust essentially. Um, but then Akiri notices before they leave that the black dust like twists up a tree and like corrupts the tree. <gasps> lithoform blight. Yes. Into a lithoform blight. So that's where that part comes in. Anyways, uh, jump to Jace. He was in the last one. Nissa went looking for his help. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I'm not sure. And Nissa was like, I'm mad. And she went away because it was just a minor miscommunication and she can't handle it. 
And Jace is like, now I feel bad. And also I kind of want this core because I secretly know that Nicol Bolas isn't dead. So Jace shows up on Zendikar. Um, he apparently tried to call someone else from the Gatewatch, but couldn't get anyone to. Sometimes Come. nobody's answering their phone. They're millennials. Exactly. Apparently, they, none of them are answering their phones. And you're like, I wonder what the state of the Gatewatch is. Apparently, oh. no one's answering the call. Anyways, so Jace shows up on Zendikar. And he looks around Seagate for forever trying to find Nahiri or just someone who knows where Nahiri went. He eventually shows up at the same, like, very esteemed place to find adventurers where she was. And the woman who runs it is like, I can't tell you where Nahiri went. I'm so sorry. But then she secretly writes it on a piece of paper and gives it to him. Oh. Um, and I, is that all that happened? <laughs> Maybe he saw Nissa. I think he found Nissa. Did he? I don't remember. Perhaps. No. And perhaps Jace found Nissa the end. Did he? Yes, he did. Yes. He he goes to Marasa. Jace found Nissa. And he's like, okay, let's do this, I guess. So Nissa is like in on it now? Nissa and Jace are kind of allied trying to get the Lithoform core before Nahiri. Oh, okay. Um Yeah. That's I think that's it. I feel like maybe there's something that I'm missing, but my favorite part is when Probably they played a game of magic. Yeah, when they when they Shahrazaded themselves. Yep. <laughs> it was like this weird card game where it was like a deck of cards, and then they just had like one word on them, like um, like cunning, or um, I forget the other ones. What is this? And then game? they had to tell a story about a time when they exuded that quality on the card. And if their story wasn't good enough, then another person could take it. But if their story was good enough, then they take it. It doesn't make sense. It's not a game. Don't want to play that game. It's not a game. <laughs> no wonder she turned the cards of stone. Exactly. This game like sucks. She, she was like, they were like playing this game and she's like, whatever. Um, and then he likes, she notices him steal the key from her and she, the card she turns up is power and she just turns all the cards to stone oh, and you're like that's pretty shoot. cool I guess. Nahiri is a cool character. Don't at me. Let's call Judge Rob on this one. Judge Rob. He's not picking up. He's part of the Gatewatch. Oh gosh. <laughs> They're a Gatewatch. are never answering our calls. You know what? I bet it is a like a gatewatchy kind of thing happening. Something's happening. I wonder. I put some sleeves behind you if you want them. Yeah. Nahiri and um. Let's not talk about him. Okay, he's gone. All right. Speaking of how cool Nahiri is, there's some six sleeves from Ultra Pro that have Nahiri on them. Cool. I so. want to build a Nahiri deck, and I want Nahiri sleeves. She's so cool. So if you want to celebrate your favorite. Your very favorite and your only favorite <laughs> character in Magic. Somebody has an agenda in this room. Magic, Nahiri, Ultra Pro. I'm running out of words to say. My mind is tired. I've got this playmat here from Ultra Pro 2, which has two little baby dragons. If you remember the egg oh. special, I'm um, special secret lair. Yeah. Um, these little fellows were in that. Aww. And it's on a playmat. It's so cute. It's so cute. cute. It's really cute. They have the best playmats yes. full stop. If you want to give a present to your friend or for yourself, whatever, yeah. Ultra Pro has got the playmats that have the art that you want on they them. They really do. So thank th thank you to them for being a sponsor of our show and for sending us cool stuff that we always put in our giveaways. Yes, because they're so good. Because they're so good. Everybody loves them when they get them. Um, check them so out. So get some Nahiri sleeves to celebrate a badass character who doesn't take crap. <laughs> well, everybody, that's this.
this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again, wherever you're at in the whole world. Mm -hmm. Or if, you know, all of our alien friends listening to thank you. Yeah, thank you to everyone out in outer space whom this broadcast has reached. You know, it'll get there one day. Yeah. And they'll be very confused. Come by and say hi. We want to meet you. Or don't. Don't explore our world. But if you want to come and hang out. If you're nice and you're not going to do anything weird. Yeah. I I don't know. You don't want about, an alien? Um, only if you're gonna be upfront about it <laughs> and you're gonna like come by in broad daylight. I know that I'm putting a lot of restrictions on this, but you're visiting our home in broad daylight and be like, hey, how are you? And then we can be like, Great, let's get to know you. I'm just spooked about like in the dark. Like, don't come by when it's dark. <laughs> don't beam me up without my approval. Or like, I'm here for all alien visits. Okay, Maria. I'm that person in the movie that's like, welcome, alien friend. I know you're here to help us. And then their head gets immediately (laughs) right cut off right there. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, anyway, thanks for listening to our show about Magic the Gathering and not about alien conduct at all. Not about aliens at all. Thank you again to everyone who is a patron of our show, alien or not, uh, over at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. If you're an alien or if you're not, you should really head on over there. Get to know what people are like on our Discord. Great place to learn about the best of humanity, truly. That's so true. And alienity. Yeah. Because maybe one of you is an alien. Maybe one of you is already an alien. Fingers crossed. Thank you as well to our sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Great place for alien and human gear. (laughs) I bet these playmats would look great in space. They sure would. Send one of these to the ISS. (laughs) And with that, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye, friends! (laughs) 